Hello everyone, this is Frey, and today is Monday, December 9th. It is a gorgeous day today, and I'm super excited because your boy just hit a new running personal record today. Today we freaking hit, what was it, 7.5 miles, which is absolutely unheard of. Sorry, 7.58 miles. Um, average pace, 9 minutes 37, 999 calories burned. And honestly, guys, like, I I didn't feel great waking up today because I w- woke up really, really late. I think I woke up at 11 a.m., which is kind of embarrassing to say, but, um, you know, I just, I'm I, as a person who's in charge of my own schedule, there's some times where I just sleep super late, and then I wake up late as a result. So a lot of the times I wake up, this late and I'm like really hard on myself I'm like telling myself my day is kind of ruined in a way I missed out on a lot of sunlight I could have been doing this and that if I woke up earlier and overall I just am really unforgiving um, but instead today I I don't know I just kind of came out here with the mindset of I need to run I need to do this and I need to be consistent and I felt good, so I strapped on my shoes, and when I was running, what was really interesting is just two months ago, I remember only being able to run one mile, and I would be tired. I'd be super pooped, and now that I realize, um, you know, well, what I realized is back then, I I limited myself. Like I told myself that one mile was good enough, and that's kind of the the reason why I I like convinced myself that I was so tired. I justified a reason to stop at one mile. And today while I was running, there were like two recurring thoughts that I continued. I just kept going back to these two thoughts. The first one was just take it one step at a time because every step is like compounding. Every step is progress. You know, once you hit three miles, it's easier to reach that five mile mark because you've already done three miles of work and I just kept reminding myself that. Um, And the second thought I had was, I'm in no rush. Because a lot of the time when I'm doing things, whether it's running or working out or honestly really anything, I feel like I I constantly make myself um, or I I push myself uh, to do things in a rush, to do things really, really quickly. Um, Otherwise, I get really impatient. So I kept thinking, like, all right, dude, just, like, what what do you have to do? Like, you, you have nowhere to go. You have nothing to do but just run right now. And what that helped me do was really just focus on the present, focus on the run, and take it one step at a time. And all I did was focus on the feeling. All I wanted to do was just run until I felt really, really good. Um, and I just kept going. And it was... I guess that's how I I did it. Anyways, I know this podcast is about sharing life advice, but today was so special. It's a new PR. I've never ran this long before in my life. And I think for the first time, I'm really proud of myself because a lot of the times I don't really acknowledge my own achievements, my own progress. And I just wanted to share this because maybe someone out there is also pretty unforgiving. I think many people... Are like that today, but 
Today we are going to be reading um, the life advice of Matt Ridley, and I'm going to read this in the next few minutes, and then we'll kind of I'll kind of see what kind of great advice he has for us. Um, so I'll be right back. And we're back. We just finished Matt Ridley's section in Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. And Matt Ridley is um, an author. He has sold millions of copies of his books. He has a TED Talk that went pretty viral called When Ideas Have Sex. He writes a weekly column in The Times and writes regularly for The Wall Street Journal. It sounds like this guy is a very, very successful author, writer, obviously. Uh, But today... He has a very interesting answer. Um, One of the questions Tim asks is, in the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? And Matt says that he developed this habit of listening to books as he falls asleep. He says, this has cured my sometimes serious insomnia without mood-altering drugs or futile and expensive psychotherapy and given me a chance to read even more books. And by setting the timer carefully and rewinding a little every time I wake, I can miss almost none of a book. Okay, so this is really interesting because I definitely have sleeping issues. I've had issues sleeping for a while now. And this is I've never heard anyone do this. I've never heard I've never heard someone fall asleep with a book. I've I've heard people fall asleep with music you know, soothing, relaxing music, um, but never something that, cause, because I imagine when you, when you fall asleep with a book, it activates the mind. At least I feel that I would start to think about the stories or the lessons being told or try to extract some kind of lesson that's being told from the book and apply it to my own real life situation. But this is interesting because I think that I need to read more. Reading gives me such a creative juice. It pumps my creativity so much that I always have uh, a desire to read, but I, for some reason, don't allocate the time of day to do uh, consistent reading. So I, I definitely am interested in trying this and giving it a shot. Part of me kind of is skeptical because I feel like if I'm really tired, I would just fall asleep. But there is something to be said about maybe programming like your subconscious mind. What if you can what if you can download a book about, you know, learning a skill and by the time you wake up, you maybe it's easier to to learn that skill. I'm really curious. That's got to be that's got to be worth something. But I'm going to give that a try one of these nights and maybe I'll get back to you guys. But Wow, that's a, that's a new one. I really like that advice. The second advice I really like is, is a simple one. You know, he, uh, Tim Ferriss asks, what advice would you give to a smart, driven college student about to enter the real world? And Matt says, don't be intimidated by anything. In the vast majority of the professions and vocations, the people who succeed are not any cleverer than you. The adult world is not full of gods just people who have acquired skills and habits that work for them and specialize. 
The great human achievement is to specialize as a producer of goods or services so that you can diversify as a, cust- uh, as a consumer. And this brings up a great debate that I always have in my mind, which is, you know, as a young person in their 20s trying to figure out exactly what I'm, what I'm doing, is it better to specialize in one thing or try to, like, is it better to just go for the self-mastery of one thing or is it better to go for four or five different skills but instead of mastery you go you know 60% of the way to mastery um, which kind of you know diversifies your skill set and what for me my personal belief is in your 20s what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do as many different things as possible to see what I enjoy doing the most um, so I've been doing like yoga, I've been doing jujitsu, I've been running, I've been uh, kind of doing all these different things, reading and just kind of wine tasting and seeing what activities I actually naturally enjoy, but I never tried before. And then from there, I remind myself that if I, if I just choose one thing when I'm like 30, I can achieve mastery in that if I just continue going. So for now, I'm not really too worried about choosing one single path, but I know that in the future, that is that is kind of what I have to do in order to see true progress. Because even today when I was running, I was running at, I think it was around mile five or mile six, I told myself, I just had this like epiphany where I told myself, oh my God, it takes time to do anything meaningful. That's the thought that came to me. And... Um, this is especially true in the business world because I just crossed around two, two, two and a half years of business and only like in the last month am I really feeling like I have a a grip on my business. Like I have an idea, uh, like a, like an uh, ability to control and, and run my business with confidence because the first two years were absolutely like (laughs) me falling on my face over and over and over again. It was it was a really clueless time of my life. And so it takes time. That's what I told myself. And kind of relating back to this, this, this advice, I do agree with Matt. I do think that if you specialize in one thing, it can bring incredible value. You know, you can make a really successful career around that. But at the same time, I don't think that's the only path. Because, you know, and another thing is we hear all the time, well, I hear all the time that in the early 1900s or sorry, yeah, in the early 1900s, you would hear people being doctors and scientists and philosophers. Maybe it was like the late 1800s, but, you know, over 100 years ago, people were, people were, people had reputations that didn't never categorize them in one single uh, mastery, one single skill. You know, you would hear about these philosophers and and like world class artists and um, scientists and doctors. They were like four or five things, and that was completely normal. So, I feel that, you know, why not? Why wouldn't that work today? So that's just what I think. Um, those are the two main things that I found really valuable from this. 
if you'd like to follow along, that was page 35 in Tribe of Mentors. And again, I am really proud of myself today for running. I know that sounds really weird, but I gotta, I gotta say it once in a while. I mean, you don't get a new PR every single day. So um, I hope you guys are enjoying your runs. And it's a beautiful time to run if you're in SoCal. It's never too late to run. Do it for the runner's high. And I will talk to you guys soon. See ya.